This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Agent, you are joining a clandestine meeting in progress. You will now be read into sensitive programs in real time. Do not communicate this information with any other assets in the field. This is spy time. And oh, you know what time it is. John Schindler joins us now. He's a national security columnist for the New York Observer, formerly of the National Security Agency, also known as No Such Agency, the NSA. What is up, John? Good to have you. Well, it's an exciting time, isn't it? It is. Interesting time to be a former <laughs> IC guy. Probably even as interesting to be inside as this whole kerfuffle yeah, plays out. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Observer.com piece right now that John has. Trump declares war on the intelligence community. All right. So I tried to walk piece by piece, and I ended up, you know, like a drunk guy picking a fight with eight people at once in a bar because there's so much going on here. You know, there's just a lot. You got a lot to handle. You got a lot of dudes coming at you with this yeah, one. Absolutely. But let's, yeah. let's go through this piece by piece. OK, Russia was involved in hacking the DNC. There's that. There's no question. About, I don't question that. You don't question that. I don't think no, any Republican any, of good faith question. questions that. Right. Correct. Correct. OK, so we know that the issue then comes to or comes down to the most recent uh, really most recent news story, which was the Washington Post reporting that the CIA assesses with a, quote, consensus, according to one official, that the Kremlin specifically tried to help Trump. Now, that may be true, and it wouldn't surprise me if it were true, but I want you to walk us through the, first of all, is this kind of irregular in your opinion? Because, you know, having a leak that undermines the incoming president I agree with your piece, John, that it's not a good idea for the president to smack down the entirety of the IC based on one leak, the Washington Post. But also the Post leak isn't some this isn't a low level. This is somebody, I think, probably up at the top. And this was political. Sure. Of course. Well, look, I mean, you you know, as well as I do that the you know, the Washington Post in particular being our capital's paper of record has a cozy relationship with our intelligence agencies, especially the CIA. There's one famous columnist uh, there I won't name who can be considered almost a mouthpiece of uh, the seventh floor. There's the top floor of the CIA. Um, Sure, it's political, but everything's political. I mean, look, the IC leaked a lot of stuff that really badly hurt Hillary, and I broke a lot of those stories over the last years. I mean, this this is how the game is played. Uh, And look, you don't attack the IC and basically make fun of them as Trump has done without expecting some kind of pushback that's incredibly naive. And while there is some debate about what Russia's exact intent was with hacking emails, giving them to WikiLeaks to hurt Hillary, you know, on the one side, there's the they desperately wanted to elect Trump. On the other side, there's the they're just trying to create chaos and pain in the United States, which is their number one enemy. Um, either way, what was done is established. It's not up for debate anymore. So I think it's a bit of a tangent to suggest oh, the intelligence community isn't sure about what happened. No, they're sure about what happened. It's the motivation that's hard to know. But the motivation is less important than what actually did happen. Right, and so now let's go to the calls for you know further investigation. I mean, this is where I here, – here's where I keep running into uh, a bit of frustration on this, John, and I've had to talk about this with some former CNN colleagues on air. 
uh, there's this there's this pretense that, well, we have to get to the bottom of this because we have to if we investigate this, we can stop the next one. Um, no, we're actually not going to stop John Podesta no, or anyone from the DNC from yeah. clicking on like a bitly link that says, hey, I need to reset your password. OK, so that's we're not really going to stop that from happening. Uh, and without getting into the politics of this. I think that this is now the people should understand this is the world that we live in. I mean, foreign governments are going to be able to play these kinds of games. And there's very there's very limited reprisal that we're or at least very limited public reprisal that we'll be willing to engage in in response. Well, I mean, it's so bad. The Obama administration, let's not talk reprisal. Obama administration didn't even want to combat the propaganda. This disinformation that the Russians have been aiming at us and much of the world in, you know, again, in firehose fashion since uh, 2014. Look, the facts are these. In response to the rising up of Russian disinformation of Cold War levels attacking the United States again, the State Department began a small initiative to counter the propaganda. There's debunk lies. Not engage in our own propaganda, but when the Russians say something crazy that's not true, we will respond. The Obama White House killed this tiny effort. They were so timid about the Russians, they didn't even want to play defense. So any playing of offense is a, is a pipe dream at this point. Right, so, so um, this... And look... Go ahead, go ahead, John. Yeah. No, I mean, so the Democrats are... They're trying to cover that up. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it looks very bad for them that their own president kind of allowed this to happen. And, I mean, you, you, I won't engage in counterfactuals, but it seems pretty obvious to me that this is another case of Obama kowtowing the Russians, which only begot more Russian bad behavior that blew up on Hillary this year. Those are simply facts. The Democrats want to get you off that and talk about connections between Trump and the Kremlin. And let me say, it's absolutely legitimate. We need to look into those. This needs to be addressed. But if the Democrats make this yet another partisan clown car, this this will blow up in their face, too. We need an honest bipartisan investigation. Now, there are also Hillary Clinton ties, which I guess are, I mean, they are less important now. But if we're going to sort of hold everybody to a standard of some objectivity and honesty, the Clintons were received. I mean, never mind the fact that Hillary's yep. State Department signed off on twenty percent of our uranium going to a Russian company's control. Uh, on top of that, I mean, what I think one of his biggest speeches was from essentially a Russian oligarch got like eight hundred grand to yep. Bill Clinton. Yep. I mean, so when people talk about connections. You know, Trump maybe owns some properties in Russia. The Russians were just straight up sending the Clintons checks in the mail. Right, and and I've I've reported on a lot of this. A lot of it's really shady, and it needs exposure. But the harsh reality is, Hillary Clinton's financial—it's all financial stuff with her. Uh, the the Clinton Inc. financial ties to the to Russian interests, including Russian state interests. If you're running against anyone but Donald Trump, who's an overt admirer of Vladimir Putin, her ties would have been maybe a showstopper. But Trump is so overboard on this stuff, it makes Hillary's misconduct look kind of modest and normal when it's not. And, you know, as long as we're going to bring up the whole issue of Russian malign influence in propaganda and dirty financial dealings, I'm all in favor of investigation. I'm not in favor of an investigation that becomes, you know, a partisan, you know, puppet show. Right, but do you have any faith whatsoever that that's not – because let's let's just say it, or I I will say it, and you can tell me if you agree or maybe this is too strong for you. You let me know. Uh, This is all about delegitimizing the Trump election before he even takes office. That's really what's motivating, actually, the the frothy-mouthed Democrat fervor. I know they're saying it's because they want to protect it. Yeah, but that's what this is. Sure it is. They are they are trying to delegitimize Trump before his inauguration, and inconveniently, some of what they say is absolutely true. <laughs> and, and yes, this is a delegitima, delegitimization operation, which is precisely why 
wise Republicans, who have many of them have been very uncomfortable with Trump's closeness with the Kremlin from day one, need to get on board here and keep this the focus where it needs to be, which is on counterintelligence and security, not partisan politics. If the Democrats want to be act like fools, let them. They will self-discredit. But the problem is, and here's the kind of kids you're seeing, when McCain got out in front of this on the weekend saying, no, no, we have to investigate this, that is cover for other Republicans to now come out, and they're starting to come out and say, you know what, this has reached a point, we can't let this go on. And let's be honest, this is Trump's fault. Okay, This is Trump, he had the opportunity when the Washington Post reported the CIA assessment at the end of last week, they could have calmed down. They could have said, hey, you know, we're going to cooperate with whatever needs to happen here. Uh, we're obviously opposed to foreign interference in our election. If there was any, we're not saying there was, but if there was, we're opposed to it. Did they do that? Of course not. It's Trump. So they double down, triple down, throw insults at the, at the intelligence community, at anyone who, who opposes them. You know, Trump was basically making fun of the IC. Kellyanne Conway on the weekend was you know, basically mocking the IC. John Bolton, not the world's most level-headed guy, sort of hints that maybe it was really the Obama administration behind the hack of the he, DNC. He's about to be – he's likely to be a very senior White House official, is he not? Not, not after that. Oh, you don't think so? Uh, okay. yeah, 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 yes. Uh, well, he was slated allegedly to be the deputy secretary of state, the number two official at the State Department uh, after the – since the uh, Trump transition has suggested that Rex Tillotson, the CEO of ExxonMobil, who also has a ton, of Trump t- uh, a ton of Putin ties, will be the secretary of state. Bolton was slated to be his number two. When you go out there and – I mean this was Alex Jones' tinfoil stuff. Let's make this very clear. He sort of slyly hinted that maybe it was all a false flag, the stealing of emails, which is – I mean this is one step removed from shape-shifting lizard people run the world in secret. I mean, this is this is nutty stuff. You can't um, disprove the shape-shifting lizard people, John. Let's just go on the well, record with that. Well, you know, this is a contested issue. I've always been in favor of, of the Bigfoot hypothesis, but I'll, I'll let you have the lizard people. But so now we've got the, the, the ties to Russia. Getting, I'll, I'll get us back on track now. Sorry about that. Uh, the ties to <laughs> Russia here. Um, people keep saying they're troubling well, what is what is Trump to do to make them not troubling? And and, and also well, I mean, that I think also leads us into the tillers, the possibility of Tillerson as secretary of state. It's hard to know when to take the media's outrage at a Trump cabinet pick seriously, because everything is an outrage. You know, Mitt Romney was an outrage. Right. Everything is an outrage. Right. Right. Exactly. And this is the problem. And liberals have so, you know, made fun of the, the right wing, including incredibly nice guys like Mitt Romney for so long. You know, they didn't know how good they had it. And, and I agree with you. This is all politically motivated. But again, inconveniently, people like Mike Flynn and Rex Tillotson really do have ties to the Kremlin that are, you know, troubling for anyone who thinks that Russia is not our buddy. Uh, and, but like, what know, are Tillerson's troubling? Like, I mean, ties, yes, th- that's a matter of fact that you were stating. Well, but troubling, that's an, that's an analytic assessment. I Why is it troubling? No, What's troubling? I have no problem with the reality that the head of a, one of the world's biggest petroleum firms is cozy with the Kremlin in a business sense because Russia is one of the world's biggest producers of oil. We're talking beyond that. Uh, Tillotson has spent his, basically his whole career on, on the Russia account. He is personally friends with Vladimir Putin. He accepted a major Russian state declaration from them in 2013, which as of yesterday, Tillotson was still bragging about on his, uh, on his official bio on the ExxonMobil internet page. Um, you know, friendship is one thing in a business sense. I don't care that Rex Tillerson is palsy-walsy with Vladimir Putin. I care about the fact that Donald Trump wants our country's dip, top diplomat to be pals with Vladimir Putin. Maybe. That's I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but maybe. Yes. Right. Well, John McCain, who, let us not forget, in 2012 sank 
Obama's choice to be Secretary of State to replace Hillary Clinton has it within his power to sink Tillerson, too. And I think he's indicating that that could well happen. You and think Tillerson is kind of a uh, – you think he might be a, a sacrificial lamb in this? They, he offers I up Tillerson and then he can you know, slide in. Going. What's up? Yeah, exactly. That may be how it's going because Trump is very foolish if he wants to give the Senate – a chance to grill anyone about Kremlin ties because that's going to very quickly blow back on the president-elect. So they'd be very wise to throw Tillotson under the bus very quickly. Who do you think is the best pick? If we can just go to go to a happy place for a second, who should he pick for Secretary oh, of State? That's been uh, talking. I about? was great with uh, Mitt Romney. I mean, I was yeah, so was Romney I. But people yell at me for that. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's a smart guy. He understands how the world works. He's judicious, and he's a patriot. I mean, what more do you want? I mean, there there was a rumor. That uh, Admiral Jim Stavridis, retired admiral, head of the Fletcher School of Tufts, former NATO commander. I know him. He's a great guy. He'd be, he'd be a fantastic choice. He was supposedly in the running to be Secretary of State. I'd be in, entirely in favor of that, too. But what's wrong with Mitt Romney? He's going to get easily confirmed. Everyone basically likes him. No one thinks he's a nut. He knows how to run big organizations. I was just at the State Department uh, you know, recently, and no one was up in arms about a possibility of a Romney secretaryship. What's, what's wrong with Mitt? Hey, minute or quit it is what I always say. Uh, <laughs> as to uh, as to where we go from here, though, uh, one more for you. Then we got to go to got to go to break, John. Uh, so we can never prove that Russia did or did not influence the election. Ultimately, right? Isn't that a part of this as well? Right. That they'll look into all the information, they'll get everything they can, but you can't say, well, the election would have been different had we not known X. We don't know. That's right. And these are all counterfactuals that will never. Be resolved. All that we can say for sure is that Russian intelligence, using their well-honed playbook going way, way back to KGB times, uh, you know, used their standard tricks to influence American politics this year. To what end is not exactly clear, but it clearly had some influence. Did it elect Donald Trump? I, I think that's an overstatement. It certainly hurt Hillary Clinton. Um, but you know, we, we, sh- we shouldn't allow foreign powers, especially ones that hate us and have several thousand nuclear weapons pointed at us, do this. And that's the point. And we need to learn from this and get serious about counterintelligence with the proviso that it was the Obama administration's utter neglect of counterintelligence. Never our strong point, but it fell off the cliff when Obama went to the White House, was ultimately what set the stage for the debacle of 2016 that let the Kremlin and Putin play their little little spy games with us and really mess with our heads. John Schindler's latest is up on Observer.com now. Trump declares war on the intelligence community. John Schindler, great to have you, sir. Thanks for calling in. As always, my friend. Ciao. The Buck Sexton Show. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 